This is The Trend, where you'll get enlightened perspective on trending news and topics with amazing commentary. We are back with another guest episode where we're going to have a very interesting discussion with my fellow guests here, and it should be very entertaining, very uh, great. And of course, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, rated five stars, or visit the website, www.thetrendwithrtlb.com. So, my guys, my guests. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Boom. Um, well, thanks for having us, first of all. Um, Theron, you want to go first? You want me to go uh, first? Yeah, no worries. I, for, I, the first thing I want to say is that script was amazing. I wish that we sounded half that pro- professional <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we speaking of our podcast, we are the Scuttlebutt Podcast. Uh, collectively, myself, Theron, Hermes, and then our third Morpheus kind of comes and goes as he can because two of the three of us are in the military. Uh, and so there's a lot of military perspectives, uh, but then myself as a civilian, so I kind of provide that outsider as well uh, and make it a, a well-rounded show where we just drink and talk and have some fun. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. That's exactly why I always give it to Theron because he is way better with this script. I'm just like, uh, I'm, I'm Hermes. Uh, I do a podcast. But yeah, <laughs> we do do a podcast. So it is uh, the three of us. Uh, Morpheus is currently out on the deep blue so he isn't joining us today but uh yeah we just like to shoot the shit drink i like to smoke my cigar which i just lo- uh, lit up and yeah it's gonna be a good conversation yes sir yes sir uh very interesting i used to be in the military i have a lot of opinions about the military branch that i joined um some okay some some favorable some negative just being <laughs> honest but um it should be a very good discussion of course so you guys said you guys do the uh say the podcast name again for me the scuttlebutt, the scuttlebutt podcast. podcast scuttlebutt podcast so what what do y'all talk about on that podcast Ooh, what don't we talk about is a much easier way to describe it we go up and down and all over the place with the topics we i think we started out pretty um i don't know pretty focused on political issues and like military based issues just because you know, when I started it, uh, I was overseas and it was like during the second or one of the Trump uh, impeachment timeframes. And I was just like, I'm going to fucking talk about this. I don't care that I'm not supposed one of to talk the many. about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I got to say that as like a preface for it. But yeah, it was one of them. I can't remember which one. And I was just like, I want to talk about this with my friends. And, you know, I listen to podcasts and I think they're, you know, a lot of fun and they get me through the day a lot of the times when I'm sitting, you know, doing inventory or doing a stock room crap that's just mundane for four hours and then and i roped theron into it and we kind of just decided i think mutually right theron that was like you know what why stick to a script why do anything you know specific or focused let's just talk about whatever like we already do in real life so you know crack the cold ones i think we we like to say yeah we lubricate with alcohol but sometimes we lubricate a little too much and the wheels come off that's kind of the gist of the show i think yeah i think a lot of it too is uh like you were saying you know in the military you have some opinions that maybe are not uh acceptable to be voicing but you still want to talk about it and Mm -hmm. so we try to have that space available to talk about you know for example maybe things that we don't agree with or like about the military or current events Mm. so well i'll say this the the pc or c question does revolve it is a military question. I looked at your bio. I was like, 
what could be potentially something that they have an opinion on but may not answer so it puts them in a tight spot so <laughs> i was like okay i put this question so hey man if you say the pc question i have no problem with it not everybody wants to get canceled they ain't like me where i just say whatever i want and potentially get canceled uh every day because i'm not in the military anymore so i don't have any thing kind of holding me back so um very interesting because like when uh after i left the military uh, i was even during when i was in the military i had a lot of opinions but i was also similar in the sense that i was like i didn't want to say certain things right i didn't want to kind of like go on social media and kind of just talk trash about the president i was like that doesn't seem like a good look from being a u.s marine that doesn't seem like a good thing to do it kind of doesn't really make sense but uh you always gotta tip your toes because Funny story, right? So when I left the Marine Corps for good, it was a very big, dramatic situation, kind of a falling out. Uh, I made a video on YouTube, very first YouTube video I've ever made. And this video was kind of me kind of venting. I was still relatively young. It was a few years back. And I was venting about the Marine Corps. I was venting on how they treated Marines. I had some of my former... Uh, people that i knew back in boot camp and combat training was like yeah facts this is how they are this is how it is and then i had the first sergeant from my unit call me and was like i saw the video so that's that's one of the uh potentially scary things about social media is even if you kind of just post it anybody can see it at any time and you know you really can't control it once you put it out there so do you ever no. worry about that being in the military and making and like posting your content? Well, I'm so glad you asked. That is, if anybody who watches this video and you know for for Theron, any anybody who's a longtime listener of the of our show knows that we keep it anonymous for that exact reason. We we you know I I make sure to edit any names out if any names are dropped. That's why we often. Um, you know, or just uh, kind of vague about locations or details about stuff. We often refer to our buddy Swim, who stands for someone who isn't me, you know, when we're telling stories in the first person, you know, we, we like to keep it that way so that uh, anybody coming on the show, again, like when it first started, I just, you know, I was in the barracks, I was, you know, drinking with some buddies, we were talking, I was like, yeah, let's throw the mics up, you know, and that's kind of what the, you know, what the gist of this whole of the whole thing is about. And, the only way I was able to get that, you know, able to do that was for that exact reason. It was there like, well, what if anybody hears this? What if like Master Chief hears this? Or what if, you know, like the CO hears this? And I'm like, you know what? Even if they hear this, they can never prove that it's us, right? This is this is what I'm doing to protect you and protect me and protect anybody who comes after us, right? We're just gonna keep it anonymous. We're gonna we're gonna use the the pseudonyms that we have set up and anybody new, we're just gonna give you a mic name and we're gonna go from there. I'll edit out any names and It'll be it'll be nothing that anybody has to worry about, and that's you know proven pretty successful thus far. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. <laughs> hey, I respect. It. Hey, that's that's a very smart way to put it. Uh, at least you were logical in terms of putting out your content, especially since you were still in the military. Like that that yeah. that that a uh, foresight is very appropriate in situations like this because it just becomes a hassle once people say, "Oh, th this guy, this guy, this guy is like." And then it gets back to the, like you said, the CEO is like, oh my God, this is just a headache. It's just mm -hmm. a lot to deal with. 
I would say that we kind of just lucked into it in a way because you know I'm kind of from that generation where my parents were like you can't tell anyone who you really are in the internet you have to you know be anonymous and you have to have this layer between you and everyone else on the internet and so we kind of all had personas built up already and so it wasn't like a thing we had to come up with on the spot it kind of just was to bring these personas together for a podcast yeah yeah exactly yeah I, I respect that. Although it, it's definitely becoming more and more, it's becoming more hard to keep your identity completely a secret. But at the same time, it's becoming easier. It's kind of a weird dynamic because, like, people obviously getting their VTuber, uh, VTuber mentality and persona, mm-hmm. and now with virtual reality, you basically be whoever you want, so to speak. But at the same time, if you don't kind of set yourself up correctly, someone will be able to trace it all the way back to who you are and try to dox you and be very toxic. So yeah. that that is very interesting. So if you, you Hermes, are you there and say anything really crazy that gets someone really pissed off, they'll try to find you. They'll try to dox you. Oh, they, they've tried. Believe me. They've, they've... We've talked to many a Karen in our inbox. Oh, <laughs> Good and bad. Good and bad, yeah. But yeah, uh, they tried. That's that. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, well, I'll say the the good thing for me, you know, since I'm in like a, uh, I have a lot of opinions that fall. I for me, when it comes to a lot of these discussions that we're about to go through, I'm pretty like in the middle in a lot of kind of ideals and spectrums. So I have opinions based on what I personally think is good and correct versus what some values that someone else tries to instill in me or someone else. So I have a lot of cancelable potential takes. But the, you know, the the benefit for me is uh you know um I'm a minority, so I get away with it. <laughs> you got that card. <laughs> All right, I got it. So because I know if I was a different complexion anything I say will not be standing. It just it is what it is. You gotta recognize when it's out there. You gotta recognize it. <laughs> i love that see I, I think it's just that level of not caring right like we just like fuck it if, they, if people are gonna hate it they're gonna hate it regardless you know but i like i like i would have i would appreciate the the card though nonetheless yeah. <laughs> Be like well this is one of those right, that's one white privilege we don't have <laughs> exactly you know i get i get something out of it i get something out exactly of it. you got to spread them around a little bit right all right, so I looked up some of the questions that you guys posted on your um, on your page. I was like, I'm going to write it down. If uh, I get stuck in terms of the conversation, I could just ask. And it could just lead into something more interesting, of course. So one of the questions, I'm interested to see what you guys say, is why are you here? Oh, I love it. We're here to fuck shit up, all right? We're in tuxedos and we're... <laughs> Uh, no, it's, uh, it's the question that everybody's trying to answer. Right. And so I think it's no different. Uh, Theron and I often throw this idea around of like, what, what an, what would an alien say, or what would an alien actually be after when they land, if they land or, you know, after we find out that they landed and it's like, everybody always has this like day, the earth stood still idea, or like, you know, this invasion war of the world's idea. And it's like, okay, those are all fun. You know, those are, I, I enjoy science fiction in that realm, but more likely than not, like what would, you know, if we were to flip the roles, what would we be like, 
you know, we'd be tourists. We'd just be like on this new planet. Like, all right, what's all, what's all this about? What's the local cuisine like? You know, what's your like music the Outer like? Limits show on Hulu. <laughs> I, we had it before Outer Limits. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, what, what would the average Joe alien be like? You know, they, they're, just, they're just here to, you know, have a good time and, you know, uh, figure it out the same way everybody else is figuring it out, you know? Mm -hmm. in in a little bit less of a deep answer i'm just here because i'm (laughs) what most people would consider to be an attention whore Uh, and so i i just i really like talking to people and having a community uh and just i enjoy being whether it's in front of a camera in front of an audience wherever just having a place where i can get up and talk to a bunch of people even though i don't have anything to say most of the time Mm, respect it's that's a very interesting answer there. Um, the deep philosophical one is also interesting. But what, <laughs> what makes it, though what you said interesting is because, like, I feel like in this current climate of society, if your values and ideals completely differ, like, for example, if you end up being conservative and then there's a liberal right here and the liberal looks at the conservative and he's and the conservative is like, hey, you want to have a conversation? like, You'll look at him sideways, spit at him, and walk away. It's like there's no conversation to be met. There's certain, there's definitely a certain level of demonization that's been going on. Um, in a, in a, it's weird in our current society because it's being stated that you know we want everybody to be accepted, we want everybody to be expressive, but at the same time, if you think a certain way, you are trash to me. You suck. I hate you. No conversations being met. So it's good that people, you know, like you, Theron, want to have a conversation to, you know, with other people. Now, what what is the what is the, like the intro monologue like to someone who completely disagrees with everything you say? <laughs> I mean, I it's, it's hard. Like I I say a lot, so I don't know that anyone could probably disagree with everything that I say. Probably more of like most of it. But I, I definitely try not to be a people pleaser, but I, I want to find that middle ground that we can talk on. Uh, you know, like even in your example of like the person spitting at me, I'd be like, good range, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, his aim was on point, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and so, you know, I just for me, it's, I, I really enjoy having like that audience. And so I'm not necessarily going to pander to them, but I also am not like I want to find that middle ground that we can talk about. Yeah. OK, I, I respect that. I'm not nearly as nice. I was like, if someone spits at me, I'll be like, I'll look at them sideways and think about my next action very carefully. So I, I'm I'm not nearly as um well i guess that perfectly leads into the first segment of the uh podcast called omu so i have 10 things um both of you guys are gonna let you let me know if you think it's underrated overrated or just right um if you want to explain it by all means go ahead but it should be very interesting so first thing the mona lisa overrated i also agree with overrated oh that's tough that's tough okay <laughs> so overrated. Right. the u.s military mm. over mid 
is that oh, can i go in the middle that's <laughs> tough yeah that's kind of like where i'm leaning but i'm also i feel like parts of it are overrated parts of it are underrated parts of it are just right so it's like it's this weird it's because of how big it is it fits all of them i think <laughs> yeah so i guess overall it have to be in the middle just because there are like some good things and some real bad things so 100%. it averages out 100 okay fair enough fair enough christian bale Mm, middle mid yeah yeah middle okay. that's he's 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 a good actor but a lot of people know that so it's not i don't, I don't think that he would be under or overrated yeah yeah but do you think he's not appreciated as an actor as good as he should be like do you think he should be like on the top echelon of actors no i think hermes makes up for that just in his own personal <laughs> fandom i think he is i think he's already record. I mean, he's got oscar he's won oscars he's in a huge array of movies i think i think he's i think it's mid i don't think anybody's like underrating him by any means and that's, i think he is an example like one of the reasons i would say that he is appropriately appreciated is that when you think of an actor who really goes all in for their roles like christian bale is one of the first names that comes up yeah and you yeah. like his movies, you know? Name name a movie you don't really like by Christian Bale. I can name maybe one. <laughs> as You've long seen as not all. any yeah. of the Dark Knight trilogy is fine. No, those are, those are solid. <laughs> He's the best part of the, the entire, well, minus Ledger, maybe. Yeah, Ledger is like, it's, <laughs> it's tough. It's, Ledger's tough. But, okay. Yeah, he Christian... ruined it for everyone else who would ever be Joker. <laughs> really right? No, everybody following Ledger is like, okay, all right. Well, Give up. I I didn't see the uh, Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. I haven't watched that as of yet. It was good. I would have to say that's second best. Yeah, I would I would good. rate that underrated. That's not one of the one of the questions, it's... but I'll rate it anyway. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's it's not bad at all. And he's it's just different. It's certainly I like that. It's different. Unlike uh, what's his face as Joker that was like trying to outdo Ledger's. Um... Oh, what's that guy's name uh, from suicide squad uh, leto leto yeah jared, jared leto. leto yeah i was like dude just stop you could have taken yeah. it and done something different with it instead you went down this road shut the fuck up which is crazy because in the dc justice league extended cut where we got that brief scene between leto and affleck he seemed great in that brief yeah scene. that was good i liked that scene yeah it was the best scene but i still wouldn't call it ledger worthy oh, you no, know no. So it's For like sure. Leto, Leto, just stick to to. I don't even know what you do. Singing, just keep singing and shut the fuck up. Isn't he it or no? No, that's Skarsgård. Uh, no, he was Morbius recently. Yeah, Morbius. Oh well. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody saw that movie, right? <laughs> oh, but I, it's crazy because when he when he got announced, I was like, oh, it's pretty interesting. I may watch it, and I didn't. It's one of those movies where it's like, I'm not going to watch it when it comes out. It's not like when I, Spider-Man No Way Home or like Doctor mm-hmm. Strange Multiverse of Madness or something like that. I'm, I'll am i just wait and then watch it later. And then the moment it came out, the amount of hate it got was crazy. <laughs> like, what? Is it that bad? Oh my God. What? That's crazy. It was one so, of the reasons I actually saw it because of how much hate it was getting. I was like, let me see if it is this bad. I, it was the first movie I've ever fallen asleep in the theater for. First oh time. God. First that's time. Tough. <laughs> that's tough. Well, hopefully they don't do that to my my guy Blade. Hopefully mm-hmm. comes out with good content. I've heard. Hoping yeah. for it. Um, all right, next. Taylor Swift. Overrated. Overrated. I mean, yeah. 
Next question. <laughs> dogs. Underrated. Under exactly. I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say mid because I think everybody loves dogs, but anybody who but even, not enough. Yeah, anybody who even says that is like, no, there's there's not enough love in the world for the amount of dogs. Yeah, I love my dog, but do I love her enough? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's valid. <laughs> okay, cats. Underrated. Overrated. Shut your oh fucking whore God. mouth, there. <laughs> <laughs> I love Natalie. Natalie is the executive producer of the show. Keep keep talking. She'll she'll cut the the zero wage you currently have, the zero salary you currently have. I'll get a negative wage. <laughs> she'll start charging you. Um, um, no, I, I just, think w- I, all all the way back to Egypt, people have been way too into cats, you know. And that cats don't care about you. They're the assholes. Like they know that you're calling or telling them to do something. They're just choosing to not listen. Yeah, I relate so much to that. Like they, we vibe out. We are spirit animals, man. I love cats. Well, there's a reason that cats aren't like in packs, though. Like I feel that way personally, but I don't want to be around a bunch of other people that feel that way. It's a hundred percent. Anything done? Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, that's why we work so well together. She does her shit. I do my shit. Sometimes we meet in the middle. They're you know, both in like, boxes. It's like that. It's like that college friend with benefits. You know, it's like when you guys link up, it's always a good time. You know, but you're never like holding the phone I'm not, waiting for that I'm not text. down with this comparison to a cat. I don't endorse <laughs> this. I'm not supporting it. It's the age of the internet, bro. Everything goes, all right? I've seen what's on the internet with cat people now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, I'll say this. I'd rather have a cat than a small dog. I'll be honest. That's yeah. fair. Thousand percent. Yeah. Be- yeah. Because like I we have in the house a big dog, which I'm sure you've seen him running around. He's the I white dog. I saw that cutie, that big yeah. old white. He's great, although destructive and too playful, but he's great. You know, you could be the guard dog if you need him. Like, big dogs are great. Small dogs, on the other hand, they are so, it's just barking. It's just like barking, barking, barking. And it's on stuff. Nope. They're as sassy as cats, but not as independent as cats. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. all right. Yep. Yeah, they're I just probably like a handful of small dogs that I like really liked them and all of them had really huge personalities. Uh, and so I think that's the key. Like the, you can have a small dog that's good, but it's definitely the exception and not the rule. Yeah. yeah. True. Okay. In general, I would take a cat any day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um love. Hmm. Mid that's a hard one yeah. uh i i also i'm gonna have to go with underrated mm. just because i'm taking it away i'm not thinking of like a romantic love i'm just thinking about like, like community like people loving each other see and i was do that more <laughs> everyone's too selfish i would 100 was on that train of thought if if it, we had to you know like specify whether it was like romantic love then it would have been immediately overrated 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent okay um anime Ooh, underrated for sure right now i, I don't more people should be in mid anime. i'm gonna go with mid it used no. to be underrated and now it's like i it's so weird hearing girls talk about what their favorite anime is that's just full stop that's why it's been now hmm. <laughs> maybe but i still don't think it's a it's enough because even myself who loves anime will still probably pick a live action over an anime at this point like when when netflix is like oh, oh this is our latest anime i'm like yeah, am i into this anime though mm, so you're I'm saying that you personally underrate it that's the problem maybe maybe even though i 
even, even though I love it, yeah, maybe. So yeah, oh. under. Uh, the, the I will say would... there's a lot out there that people haven't seen. Like, and mm-hmm. that's there is anime for you, no matter what kind of like <laughs> genre of stuff you're into. That's a fact. A lot of people kind of categorize it as like one thing for some reason, even though it's mm-hmm. like it's it's definitely a style. Yeah, just like live action's a style, but the amount of mm-hmm. genres is ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that I agree with. So, yeah, I'm actually a big fan of anime uh, personally, but I, I would say that it, it's definitely getting way more popular. But I also will say companies like Netflix is not doing it any favors. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Baseball. Uh, oh no! Overrated. Is my wife ever gonna listen to this? Uh, <laughs> oh, I also agree with overrated, but she would hit me with a baseball bat if she heard me say that. Oh man, it's, it's crazy. A boring sport, man. I'm sorry. It's so boring. It's like up there with golf. It's like why? It's fun why? to play. I would prefer to watch golf, honestly. <laughs> I I agree that there are sports that are fun to play and not fun to watch. I completely yeah. agree with and that. And baseball is one of them. <laughs> and I, I didn't even like playing it, though. That's the thing. I oh, played it for damn. like two years, and I was like, uh, no, nah, this isn't for me. I'm going to go with the track, guys. Like, the girls are hotter over there. There's no girls on this <laughs> team. True. That's a valid <laughs> argument. That's a very valid argument. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I mean, I was I was always a big I, – I don't like to watch baseball at all, but – I like to play when I was younger, especially if you mm. like are good at hitting. Hey, mm. you just have a good time, and I mean, if you're a pitcher, I'm sure you have, it's a lot of pressures on the pitcher, but I'm sure you can have a lot of fun being a pitcher as well. A lot of standing around if you're in like the outfield and infield, though. That's for sure. Yeah. And I was fair. shortstop, and there was just there was there was nothing. It was like every ball is like all right, it's it's either this way or it's over me. It's either under you know like I'm it's a ground or it's over me. So it's like. I just didn't see the point. I really, and even now thinking about it, looking back, I'm like, I still don't see the point. Like, what? That was still a waste of time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't believe my parents convinced me to do that. Play baseball. That's stupid. Those tight ass pants. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Last one. Fathers. Ooh, underrated. Yeah. I got to go with underrated too. Like, there, it, there's a huge difference that can be made there. Like, mm. I definitely feel like if you have a good dad that sets you up really good in life, whether it's, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to define that. But I think everyone could agree that, like, it sucks to have a bad dad or no dad at all. Like, that's it. You're really you're not getting any advantages from that. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, the the percentage of people who end up doing uh objectively terrible things in society a lot of them tend to not have a father in a home mm-hmm. so the there's a lot of value there although underappreciated so i definitely so agree with underrated Absolutely. all right so go back to the interview questions another one of you guys uh, questions is what are your thoughts on humanity's toughest questions now we talked about why you're here but this can go to a lot of different routes, but I'm, I'm going to let you guys kind of go whatever's first that comes to your mind. Okay, toughest questions. Well, there's a tough one going out right now. Do we really want to get into these tough questions? Let's do it. <laughs> Abortion. That's a tough-ass question. That's a very human question. Okay. You know? All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, I 
I my thing is so I'll elicit my thoughts real quick. I've said it before, so I'll say it briefly so you guys can get my point of view. Uh, for me, when it comes down to it, I'm not an individual that really cares what other people do as an adult. I don't care at all. But what I will say is that I do want people to recognize that when it comes down to it, the abortion is the killing of a baby. Now, it, if you, as long as you recognize that, I'm fine because people try, I feel like people try their hardest to dehumanize the fetus as much as possible to feel good about themselves. Is what I think. And I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. I have no religious like backing to say that you are going to hell or whatever. I don't really care. That's what I'm saying. But if you recognize what you're doing is what you're doing, I think that could help you assess your actions better in the future. So it's not like just a for afterthought of I'm going to just keep on doing what I'm doing moving forward. And I do think extreme circumstances should be treated differently and not the same. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah that's a very like valid standpoint i would have to agree with rtl like mm. that uh you know if people need to understand the importance like it's a big decision that you're making and yeah certainly not something that i think anyone should feel comfortable just you know doing every weekend or like oh haha third time this month like that's mm. you know it's not like that at all uh but i i think that sexual intercourse you know whether it's been from like stds or other stuff like it should have never been treated like that. Like it's fun, feels really good, but you gotta at least kind of think with your head on top. <laughs> uh, and so I, I think the same thing, you know, definitely applies to women, but at the same time, like I consider myself to be a libertarian. Like you said, I don't care what you're doing as long as it doesn't direct, you know, directly affect me. Like if, the, if it's my kid, it's probably gonna be a little bit different of a conversation. I'm certainly gonna wanna be more involved, but for anyone else's decision, like it is completely their decision, but I like, they should think about it. It's a, it's not an easy decision. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think you guys both said pretty much everything. Uh, I go even a step, I think further into the, into the weeds of the nuance though with it, where it's like, um, there are there are hard decisions regardless so like to your point rtl is like you know um you know acknowledge what you're doing yeah i i think that goes without saying with anything like we often lie to ourselves to make ourselves feel better about everything about all kinds of things it's like no i i try to not do that and i and i certainly call other people's bullshit when i see it when it's like that but having that having said that it's like do I think just because we acknowledge that there are stages to it that are different and then that, you know, we're, we are ultimately ending or preventing the, you know, fulfillment of a life. Yes. But on the opposite side, it's like, are we just like to the, to the uh, question of, you know, um, or the statistic rather of people without dads, it's like, are we also acknowledging that I that also baby, gonna bring it back there? So yeah. <laughs> that is that baby going to have the opportunity? Is it going to be brought up in a loving family? In a, right. in a, if you're going to, argue that maybe it's a little miracle baby it also could be a little psychopath it could be absolutely could be a psycho so yeah like yeah acknowledging all aspects of it i think leads you back to the same exact point that we all i think are in agreement of which is like it's your choice you guys you know it's your situation maybe plan accordingly better maybe plan accordingly you know in the future have a discussion about like you said you know uh, contraception or you know safer sex or safer life decisions uh, you know as a whole but uh do i think it's outright you know blanket statement banned or or not okay or whatever no so 
I think and also just because I'm used to cancel culture and I can already hear people screaming like I'm not I'm not trying to discredit anyone who you know for example is getting an abortion because they got raped or for medical reasons like I I know that you already know not to do that again like you didn't choose to do it the first time like I'm not trying to disparage what you're doing I'm just talking to the people who maybe are making that decision like right making the conscious decision that's why I always say barring extreme circumstances because I feel like a lot of people use the extreme circumstances a lot but at the end of the sure, day, these yeah. are extreme. Well, it's easy to point at like either end, like you were saying before, yeah. when you have two sides, like instead of trying to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, because relatively recently, people have been like uh, using this as a, uh, you know, fuel for their argument in terms of like pro-choice, right? With the uh, 10-year-old or 11-year-old that uh something happened to her and she couldn't get an abortion and people are just using that as fuel it's like like i said if it's an extreme circumstance i don't see why not you shouldn't help the people in those situations but at the same and that's, time i'm not advising her to be like hey don't do that again like right like it's a, it's a 10 year old and I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure she must <laughs> yeah i think most people like be more careful next people time. agree yeah. if it's a kid it's a kid if it's rape it's rape it's like I don't think anybody's like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Unless you're like a devout, like religious person and you think all murder is bad. It's like, you can't tell that person, yeah, your religion sucks. I don't, I don't care. think it's fair to just limit it to those circumstances, though, because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, if it's an extreme thing, then it's fine. But I don't think people should be doing it willy nilly. Like, I don't think so either. But that's not my decision, ultimately, at the end of the day. Yeah. And at the end of the day as well, I think there, I mean, <laughs> going full on libertarian or even centrist you know i don't know if you got that r slash centrist you know at the end of the day like yeah as long as it's not affecting me nothing is really that extreme in my eyes you know there there are people that you know there's people that do all kinds of crazy shit they dress up like batman and jerk off in the closet while their wife's getting railed all right do you guys? I don't care. That seems a bit weird. That was a you very may, specific example, Hermes. You may is asphyxiate you know yourself. You want to show us? <laughs> it's in this closet right here. Yeah. Oh man! But it, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's like just leave me the fuck out of it. And like we're getting to the situ into the conversation of like safety, right? Like you said, there, and like should you be doing it willy nilly? Well, the argument could be made no because you know you fuck up your uterus or you know you you regret it later. It's all, but all of that is not my fucking problem. So at the again, at the end of the day, it's like as long as we can have the civil discussion of like what should be okay and and not okay. I think the only answer and like conclusion that I ever come to is like, does it ultimately affect me? And if not, then it's probably okay for you to do whatever it is that you're doing. Plain and, well, and, then, and if the doctor and, wants to perform it, perform it, doc. I mean, that's your right, you know? In a broader sense, too, I think that, like, you know, we've seen with alcohol and with drugs, and we're going to see with abortion that, you know, just prohibition doesn't work. You can't just say, hey, no more of this and have people, like, instead, more people are going to die because they're going to do it like dangerous ways. We talk about on our show occasionally, like, that's literally why bourbon is a thing. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was because people were dying during the prohibition of alcohol and so they made a whole new classification to be like no this is for sure safe we checked it this is barrel Mm -hmm. and uh, bottled and bond right here you're not going to (laughs) get poisoned from this and so that's the thing like you're really at the end of the day anyone who's against it because their argument is that they want to like preserve a human life like 
you have to understand that you're potentially putting one at risk to do that. Like that's not like mm -hmm. that. There are so many, that scale is so hard to balance compared to just like not giving a fuck at all that it, it makes it very easy, which side that I stand on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I definitely think that that's uh, an interesting way to look at it. I, I'm also like, I already said prior, like I innately don't care, but I will say um, to kind of add on to it that even though if you're an adult and you're making decisions, I can still deem it bad or good at the end of the day. Absolutely. Like, what, what you're doing, this is what you're doing. I don't care, but this is what you're doing, whether you agree with me or not. So I'm just and I think people should deem it bad and good. Like That's everyone's right. I just don't think they should necessarily deem it legal or illegal. <laughs> everybody yeah pull in the cops and, and the judges yeah. and you know i can judge you all like all day long that's <laughs> i have that right as a human being but you should i shouldn't judge you so hard you go to jail over it exactly yeah mm. that definitely gets into an interesting question that i'm gonna bring up later on in terms of like uh governmental styles because i've actually i recorded a another podcast episode and i brought this question up because of uh i, I was talking i was referencing the United States as a country compared to like other countries and how vastly different it is. So I'm, I'm going to bring that up a little bit later, but when it comes down to it, uh, one thing I will say is that I will touch in and care more though, when it comes to kids, when it comes to like kids and like the way we're kind of uh, teaching kids, those uh, they're obviously when kids are growing up, they don't know anything better. They don't have any experience. They don't know what they're talking about. And they're, for the most part, can get influenced to think a certain way very, very, very easily. So when it comes to kids, I do think there needs to be a lot more attention to detail on, like, what they're being shown and what they're being told. Because obviously, you know, when I have kids and when my kids have kids, it's gonna it's a trickle-down effect on how our generation is going to be acting in the future at the end of the day. If you're an adult, whatever, you can't tell another adult what to do at the end of the day, but you can help kind of like make sure the the newer generations going up properly. Uh, yeah, I agree with that on a on a fundamental level, on a devil's advocate level, it's like what I deem to be right. You know, I could be a Satanist. And so what I deem to be bringing up these kids, right, <laughs> is one thing compared to what somebody else. Right. But I, I, I definitely agree on a fundamental level. I think we're on the same like playing field here but i do think it's um why i lean to the to the uh like universal constant of subjectivity in that yeah it's it's all fucking relative you know it just depends on where you're at and who, who uh, you know how much it affects you and, and yours you know well and that's i think that you know when i look at other stuff and think about it like i I'm not going to tell somebody how to raise their kids. Like I right. agree that it takes a village, but I don't want, you know, when I have kids, I don't want somebody to tell me how to raise them mm -hmm. at the same time. Like, you know, if there's a problem, like I don't have a problem getting CPS involved. If you're like beating your child or, you know, there's like right. some sort of other issue with a family member or something like there's definitely a line to that. But in general, like if you're raising your kid in a way that I don't agree with, just like before, I'm going to judge the hell out of you. <laughs> But that's kind of like the, the end of it. I'm not going to really do anything or take any actions because of that. I'm just going to know that like, oh, I would never do that. And then, you know, I guess hope their kid doesn't end up too messed up. Like, 
But at yeah. the end of the day, it's not my job to go in there and like correct what they're doing for their kids. Right. And I think one something to think about is like, I, I agree when it comes to like, if a parent wants to teach his kid a certain way, then very few things I could tell the parent, hey, this is bad. A few exceptions, absolute races, demonic exactly. sacrifices, That's... like stuff like that. I was like, okay, yeah, when you get the kid the hell out of there. For sure. Yeah, like it, if it's very obvious that this is going to be damaging to the kid, then there's really not much of an argument to be made, I don't think. Right. But my thing is more so not the parents' teaching style, but more so like how the public space is kind of influencing kids, like public schools. Advertisement's really weird. Like we've talked about the kids' side of YouTube a little bit before. Or like if you just, just in general, how savvy kids are with YouTube. I have nieces and nephews that can't read but they can find specific YouTube videos because they recognize the thumbnails and they've memorized like what clicks it takes to get them there. Like they, they understand, like you were saying before, the kids are sponges and they'll just kind of like soak up this stuff. And so they're hitting them with all that advertisement, trying to get those eyes on places where they can generate it into dollars in the long run. Uh, that there's no question about that. Right. For me personally, like, I'm going to be one of those individuals that I'm not going to be strict and say, oh, yeah, you can't use technology, but I'm going to make sure that technology is not raising my kid at the end of the I'm day. I'm going to get my four-year-old their own iPhone. Like, <laughs> going to spend it all day watching TikTok and then eventually end up in the rabbit hole of creepy, weird talk to TikTok. It's like, okay. Just... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree on a fundamental level. <laughs> I always take a lot of these examples back to, like, ancient Sparta, though where it, you know as like a thought experiment it's like are you abusing your kid well we probably would have said the spartans were like definitely abusing their kids you know throwing them out in the wilderness to survive on their own or oh, like you know sure. hucking babies off the cliff and things you know how whatever like extreme you want to go to like at the end of the day yes i at a fundamental level agree based on my perspective and like relative you know sensibility now but like all of that was built on what they were able to set up for me leading up to this point so is it you know objectively wrong i don't know that there is even a objective wrong you know maybe it's just maybe we're all just like relative wrongs you know right now we can't do that anymore but like a hundred years from now a thousand years from now i guarantee it'll look different it'll be something completely different so Oh, yeah. I've, I've thought about that numerous times as well. And um, kind of a little side note, a little tangent thing is I swear, Zoom, if you end in 10 minutes again, I'm going to be pissed. I saw it pop up too. <laughs> yep. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how to change that at all. I was like, Zoom just has me at its mercy right now. I was like, oh, my goodness. I don't Fuck know. Fuck Zoom. That's that. what we got to say. Um, Not brought to you by Zoom. <laughs> well, one thing I will say is. Um, Overall, somewhat, I, I agree in terms of the subjectivity of, like, a lot of decisions that are made in everyday society. Firstly, like, I, I've said this on my podcast that I think most decisions and most things are on a gray area in terms of morality. But I do think there are objective goods and objective evils although i do think they're way fewer than people are expecting so I, I would agree to that i think most things at the end of the day is like in the moral gray ground and i've thought about it continuously as well like how will society progress further in terms of like a thousand years from now will it be completely different from now 
I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, thousand years from now, gender doesn't exist. The all kids are made in vials in in a laboratory, and all that, all that stuff. I'm like, it seems like that's kind of a direction we're going somewhat. So if it happens and it is what it is, can't really do anything about it. It only can kind of affect the people closest to you at this point, where based on what you think is best personally. So. <laughs> You know, it is what it is. And I guess that's the great thing about, you know, podcasts like this is kind of spread your own individual opinions and ideals to other people and see what they think. Whenever I start to get, like, super existential, I just remind myself I'll be dead by then. So (laughs) (laughs) it Um, won't be my problem. Or will it? Will you be reincarnated and then it becomes your problem anyway? Knowing my luck, probably. (laughs) (laughs) No, Oh, like, we don't normally do this, but fuck you in particular. <laughs> Remember all that shit talking you were doing on yeah. that on that podcast a thousand years ago? <laughs> You're now a vile baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Unless everything's a simulation, and then it's you know, you just Probably. turn off the simulation. <laughs> right? Then none of it ever mattered. Right? Even exactly. When we're alive. Exactly. Oh man. Um. Oh yeah. So there's uh something I I said I was going to bring this up again. So when it comes down to it, something that I've talked about in uh, my other podcasts is in regards to how the U.S. government works. And I don't know the correct answer. That's why it's one of those things where it's like I proposed it. I don't really know the correct answer. So it's more of like a thought experiment at the end of the day. So the United States of America is a very unique country, whether people admit it or not. The way it's ran and its size and its diversity is very, very unique. I mean, you compare some of the states in the United States of America, they're larger than a good number of countries around the world. Like, the United States is huge. All the under- individual states are huge in their own right. Like, in reality, you can technically, if you wanted to, say the United States of America is like a continent, and all the states could be like individual countries. So I compared it to like the European Union, for example where it's like all these other countries are part of the EU but all of them are their own country have their own identity and own way of running it. So my thought was like what if America was more like that would that be a good thing where obviously we have a national identity and somewhere like an overall security in terms of the federal government but what if these state governments were way more autonomous and kind of like their own individual uh, you know, culture, way of living. Sure, you can cross the border and go to a different state whenever you want, by all means, but it just gives them way more autonomy. And I do think to a certain level, a lot of, from what I'm seeing, a lot of uh, Republicans want that to be the case where they want state governments to have more and more power so they're more of an individual. So it's just like change the terminology because technically the United States could works more could work more like that i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing a productive thing or a destructive thing but what do you what do you think about the idea of the united states being or it should be more like like a union more so than like a country with states well i'm i'm big into states rights personally so i mean like that's when you look back originally like we were called the union like we were a union uh, and that even when you look at now the United States of America versus the European Union, 
it's like, oh, we're a bunch of smaller things combined into one big thing. And so it, it logically makes sense for people to, uh, you know, for states to have kind of more control over what's going on in their state. Uh, and how you alluded to, oh, if you don't like it, you can just leave. Like, that's a good thing. That means the people who agree with you will live in your area and the ones who won't will go to a place where people agree with them. And then we won't just be arguing all the time and never get anything, getting anything done because we both want different things for the place we live. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're kind of already there to the, to the same extent that the EU probably is as well. You know, different size is definitely you know like in uh, something to consider but I, I i do think we're already pretty much there and i i want to go kind of the opposite direction where it's i i hate that idea more and more recently i hating the idea of of these like state powers or federal powers or you know states rights you know i agree that by and large it's probably preferable to have you know more more localized you know forms of government for you know like your immediate community should govern itself like that makes sense to me but it also makes me think of like well that worked when most of us were disconnected but within the day the in the day and age of internet like we're so connected we're going to be you know uh we're going to be exposed to these other ideas and not everybody can just move to that other place so yeah but not everyone can just afford to place a bunch of ads on the internet either so like we're already seeing like whoever whether it's where the ads are sponsored or the amount of them that are being paid for like it becomes again the amount of like oh this person has enough money to make you feel the way that they feel by just bombarding you with it all the time 100 and why why i want to go the opposite direction is i think personal autonomy and personal rights are are where it should be you know that should be like the highest level it's like what do you want to do with you all right now what do you want to do with your friends and like if all friends you know communities agree that that's what you guys want to do and you you know if you want to set up a commune fucking do it you want to set up a cult and drink kool-aid do it it's like i think we should build from the ground up rather than like the ground down it's like a lot of right now with the way that stuff is based like we can't do that like even on a state level like because it's population based uh like the state that i live in washington state we have two counties that vote for the entire state basically that's and there have been numerous times where no that's exactly a problem and so by making it you know even wider now we'd have the people of la voting for what we do we'd have one city that has a population bigger than our whole state deciding what we're going to do where we live no 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 one deciding what you're doing like you're deciding what you're doing they're deciding what they're doing if you both agree that you both that you want to adopt the same thing that you both can do the same thing and it's not a matter of who voted on what that dictates what you're doing with your life you know i think again this so you're idea just voting of, for anarchy is what I'm hearing. I, I, I've gone back and forth <laughs> with that idea of anarchy and like, you know, to the idea of like objective morality. So I wouldn't or, say it's not the opposite of states' rights. It's like the next level down. It's like yes. just individual rights. Exactly. Go furthest down to the individual yeah. and then build up from there, you know? And if we all agree that like murder is bad, then everybody should already individually agree that murder is bad. And if you disagree then go to the place where murder is cool and see how long that goes and see how well that see how long you live there. Yeah. Yeah. And then knock yourselves out more than likely. My bet is that it's going to like level out to a, to a, like a constant uh, state of being where everybody's like, no. Who will enforce people to stay apart? 
the same I this, kicked us here yeah i know that's i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> hesitant too to keep talking i'm like i'm trying <laughs> i fucking hate this thing i have no idea how to stop it from doing that what is what is going on what <laughs> okay so last day uh i brought up well is like how how do we enforce something like that because my my personal thing for me is i don't i think majority of people are 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 stupid personally and i think for the most part people innately are not are going to indulge in very selfish desires or no i think there's certain specific people that will indulge in selfish desires but they'll be so influential they'll corrupt everybody else to indulge in those same desires and then it'll create anarchy uh, i, like I think most people rush hour are... traffic say that again <laughs> i said have you ever been in rush hour traffic exactly you, you basically go, one just person. described it's just one person. that one guy who has to get ahead of everyone and then other people are well maybe i should get over and try to cut around people and now you're sitting at a standstill because people can't just wait in line to go through the two-lane area exactly like at the end of the day i i would say mostly people can be good helpful empathetic but if someone's charismatic enough if someone's driven enough no matter how good or bad he is and he's very persuasive especially to people that are down bad he can manipulate those people very easily so that's why i do think certain level of control and structure is needed um i think people crave that too Oh yeah, for sure. People want to be part of something. Not everybody's a leader, you know. Well, uh, let let me let me take the premise and go from there. Then the premise is that most people are stupid, right? If that's the premise, then we're already starting off at the exact same position we would get to whether you had the control or not. If we're stupid, then we set up the stupid control. And if people are selfish, then those in control will be selfish too. So if we're all innately stupid and we're all innately flawed and we're all innately, you know, uh, incapable of ruling and structuring, controlling our own selves and lives and, and our communities, then so is everybody else who would be taking up that position. So I think- The problem is that with your suggestions that it's, it's not everyone is it's most people yeah my okay. thing is the 75%. majority of people yeah okay. and, and 70... so you still have that 25% who actually can get shit done and knows what's up and like the problem is that right now those aren't the people getting elected to, to make decisions about what we do that's with ex- our country that's exactly the point and like that's well, the problem that, exactly you're saying well if somebody's if we had anarchy then somebody who's charismatic could persuade and manipulate people that's already right, those happening. 25% will already exist. Yeah, yeah there's, they're not going anywhere. We're already whether it's anarchy or rigid government. So I think so so to the point that that if we're all if we're all, if we're 75% are stupid and 25% aren't actually doing the job that you know that we are hoping they could do or should do or whatever and we're already well, so starting out there. the problem is that the stupid people are getting it. The 25% aren't the ones making it high enough to make decisions. And that will always be the case, whether it was anarchy or whether it was in the current structure we have or whether we develop a new structure of control, that will still be the case is the argument that I'm making. It's like if 75%, they outnumber. So if we never get rid of it, why change? 
If, if no. going your way doesn't fix a single thing, then why if do you go, anarchy? I, th- I think if you go the opposite way, that will lead to the ultimate success. I think that will ultimately be more successful than, than the latter. I think if it is more if it is more based on an individual's ability to govern themselves, then we don't have to worry about the 75 outnumbering us because they outnumbered us before, they outnumbered us after, but they don't affect us, affect us as much as they do if it is just individualized. I think if it's a de- like uh, like crypto, decentralization is the future and is the answer for this issue of like monopolization and centralization of these banks and these you know, strangleholds on, on currency and, and, and power and influence. Check this out. I can, I can completely prove my point. We'll just do a poll on Twitter later (laughs) and it's going to be, we're just going to ask, do you think that we should have a government? And it's going to, there's going to be three answers. There's going to be yes, no, and don't click this one. (laughs) And which one do you think is going to have the most votes by the end of it? I, I don't think uh, that proves yeah. the point. I think that proves a very facetious that point. And that a very... when you let people do whatever they want, they're not gonna they're, they're not banding together unless somebody kind because of makes it, them. Currently, it doesn't matter. If it mattered, you would do something different. If, if your life depended on it, Theron, you would have a different set of priorities and a different set of logical like conclusions that you would come to if if it was dependent on your life or your wife's life or your parents' life. Like that changes people's perspective and currently it's like we have this basic level so therefore we can just vote on twitter about stupid stuff and we can cause chaos on reddit just because you know like yeah we 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 reach out to the things we don't have and if everybody was on that same playing field of like no you could you know you're you know you could uh, do this or not do that just based on how you woke up that that morning most people would be like all right well i should probably make my breakfast i should probably do some chores i should probably get something done most people i would argue if it vastly overestimating the human race i think at least in america <laughs> yeah. i guess i can't speak for every country in the world but well, it gets it gets worse when it comes to other countries because americans at the very least has the yeah. freedom to, of individuality more so than other countries period mm. so i i, I if people were as good or better as people, then I would agree with you. But I don't have faith in humanity like that, firstly. Um, at the end of the day, like, um, I think when it comes down to it, people, especially, like you said, in a, in a fight or flight or survival meets or survival type of scenario, they're going to pick either them or the people closest to them. Then it, So then it becomes even worse. So even if you have a society full of people who deem themselves as good it just takes one person to ruin that entire structure because at the end of the day once you get down to the nitty-gritty although it's unfortunate but it is kind of a, a cycle once one person does something very negative hateful starts killing it, it becomes a cycle and then it just becomes out, utter and outright chaos so that's or why it's some mentality exactly that's why some level of structure is necessary and although I do think our current society is in a very uh, unfortunate state, I do think the premise of how the country was started was done very meticulously. I do think they did uh, thinking from that time period. They only can th- they only can forethink so much. Like they can't think like okay, uh, maybe a thousand, maybe a couple hundred years, maybe this will still work. Like we st- we need a. We kind of need to make sure that we're revamping it for current standards and current ways of thinking. So I do agree to that. Yeah. But regardless, I still believe structure breeds, 
especially structure with checks and balances where it's tough mm-hmm. for some one dictator to take over the entire country just because. That was my thought, is that I, I think they've tried doing no government in a couple other countries, and then that quickly turned into whoever had the most guns just installed their own government, <laughs> and screw you because we have the most guns. Maybe it's, like, a, <laughs> maybe it's a question of uh, education and uh, like communal knowledge and communal like um, opportunity. You know, Currently, we're not all starting out at the same level, whether it's with guns as you as you point to theron or you know um common sense or you know knowledge as as uh rtl is pointing to maybe if we all were starting at a more level playing field we might all come to that same conclusion i do agree mobocracy is a real thing absolutely and i uh, completely concede that uh, the founding fathers knew that and you know wrote about it extensively as to why they wanted a republic to set that up and i completely agree that checks and balances would would probably be the best solution to that i think there's a way to do it in today's age to the point of revamping our country to where we could do it more successfully if we weren't like so hell-bent on on clinging to the past i still assert though that ultimately it will come down to a more decentralized structure if if we can all get to a to the to a to a level that we're all in agreement on and you know whether it's knowledge whether it's experience whether it's travel connection uh you know communication whatever it is i don't have the answer we're just proposing right now but i think that will most likely be the ultimate outcome is a decentralized form of government that we're all sort of maybe you know um, contributing to you know similar to crypto or similar you know we keep saying this with voting with crypto right it's like that is way more I was, secure. <laughs> I was just about to make that joke that you just want the constitution to be an NFT. <laughs> That's all. And then it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fucking yeah, fine. Yeah. I'll write it. <laughs> That's fat. Well, we'll move on to the next segment, uh, PC or C. Even though we kind of talked about very uh, interesting topics, this one's more like military oriented. So I'm curious to see your thoughts about it. I have my own personal thoughts and I've went back and forth about this question a lot and I still don't know the correct answer. Um, but PC or C, politically correct or canceled, should we let Russia take over Ukraine without doing anything? Tough okay. question. I agree. This is gonna be. This is this is gonna what? get me. This is gonna get me canceled. <laughs> Short answer is yes. Mm, okay. I'm not. See, I'm Ukrainian. gonna completely disagree. I'm gonna say that you know. No, I don't think it's necessary politically correct to say that ukraine should absolutely just keep kicking russia the fuck out of there but (laughs) like at this point they've won basically every major conflict and they're like well you should just let them keep the land that they have like it's a fucking angry toddler (laughs) throwing a fit like (laughs) it's if i was ukrainian i'd obviously probably answer differently but uh, that we're just talking about like the form of government i don't know necessarily what government the ukraine has in place but i wish that we had politicians like them Like, if we were ever in a situation like that, none of our heads of state are going to be actually hanging out to help. Well, but that's the thing. They're going to be hopping the fuck out of there immediately. Well, nobody would invade the U.S. They'll lose absolutely. Well, but I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, if we needed, you know, any of our heads of state to, like, stand next to us in a wartime area, they would, like, not. No, they absolutely wouldn't. But, and I I think that. um, And so we need to elect people that would, is my point. I think that goes, goes to the point of, like, man is this is this a gray area because there's so much stuff going on there's so much nuance going on with that whole area it's like whether or not 
you know, our, you know, uh, the U.S. has played a part in in infiltrating their elections, you know, and, and their politicians, to your point, uh, Theron. It's like, maybe, maybe not. I don't have all those answers yet, but it's fucking, it looks like some muddy waters right now. I'm going to be mad if they did, if they interfered in their politics and got them better politicians than we <laughs> fucking have. It's like, <laughs> goddamn. I mean, when oh, you, man. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, that's, that's one, that's one aspect or one factor and variable to consider. Then there's the other of, you know, of like the, the long history between, you know, the Soviet union and that whole area of, of it's the world. It's Ukraine's fault you know, for there's, leaving. There's a lot of money. No, I'm not saying, <laughs> anything, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's muddy waters when it comes to like history and, and, you know, um, and like a uh, personal, like uh, preference and leanings. And, you know, and, like we were talking about with like, you know, being in a connected world, you know, ideas are spreading now. So people have changed it and, and other ideas have continued to propagate despite being more connected. So it's like, should we, to answer the question bluntly though, again, being canceled, like, should we interfere on somebody else's behalf? No, not until someone well, either. That wasn't the question though. It was, should Russia invade Ukraine? Like, well, it should was, we should let? we let Russia take over Ukraine without yeah. U.S. intervention? We're not a fucking okay, police. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> okay. That's fair. That changes the way I think about it. Like stepping in. I mean, I think we are because that's just what we do. We bring democracy to everybody. And I think it's because the way a lot of that is. But happened. I've disagreed with that in the past. So yeah, I mean, I gotta say, like at this point, I don't think they really need our help directly. Mm. I think. I don't disagree with sending resources to that. We're in a proxy war right now. And it's, did you guys, uh, but on, that's just because slight... like Russia, like you said, it is a proxy war. Like Russia's, I agree with sending resources to them just because fuck Russia, just like Russia would agree with sending resources to China or one of our enemies. Honestly, North Korea, just cause fuck us. Honestly, like, no, it's like Russia. What are you after? All right. Let's, let's come to the table, Russia. What are you after right here? You're after what more land. All right, let's figure out how to better utilize the giant amount of land you currently have well, to get you <laughs> all right so you don't yeah well right exactly and, and, yeah you guys have enough and, land and, and, don't you think like, yeah and it's like okay ukraine why don't you like russia this much all right let's figure out where that middle ground is for everybody if that's the resource we're going to send over to anybody i think it should be that like a delegation of of better ideas than war it's like oh you're you want no to shoot back at these people? Episode. I've never seen Hermes display this much faith in humanity ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, letting letting our uh, letting our uh, diplomats. We'll go just over talk there. it out with the Russians. <laughs> Come on, man! Like, <laughs> oh, I've, I've, so, I've been back on my microdose. Is what it is. <laughs> this is this is my perspective because I'm not like like I, like I said before. I don't have like a moral uh, moral high ground to step on or anything like that. I think most things through try to think most things through like some type of logic. And my thing with the Russia situation is like, would it potentially set a bad precedent to let Russia take over another country? Yes, China is also thinking about doing the exact same thing with Taiwan. And then China is also trying to usurp America as the number one currency with their currency. So it seems like my my thing is, are these countries trying to gain more influence and power to eventually take over America as the number one like nation on the world? Like the number one nation that people, hey, US says this, listen, you know, type situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, as an American, I don't want that, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I'm sure other countries would probably differ, maybe. I don't know how much they like China or Russia like that. 
So that's that's kind of how I'm thinking about it is like what, what what impact would this have if we start letting countries like Russia and China start taking countries when they want to? I think it's that old that age old question, you know, what what were people asking themselves when we were doing it or when England was doing it or, you know, I, when the Mongolians were doing it. it. Is it just going to go the opposite? They're like, oh, well, if it's like that, we're taking Mexico now then. Like, this is ours. I think, I think, you know, we we didn't realize you could still do that. (laughs) I I think China has been doing some shit that wasn't affecting us. It was actually helping us. So we kept letting it happen. You know, you know, their, their, their uh, debt practices with, you know, a lot of Africa and and the Middle East and and the Middle East in general with their oil. There's as long as it's helping us, we don't care. So I don't think that we can like the other way. Yeah. I don't think we can as Americans can be like, well, in this situation, it's awful because, you know, it doesn't affect us. So we can actually agree and say that it's awful. It's like, but I do think all of it's awful. Innate selfishness at the end of the day, because when it comes down to it, you are handling the people around you at the end. You are the people around you are other Americans in the United States of America. And if something went down where we had to go into a conflict with Russia or China, and I'm not saying it's right. That's why I said, I'm not stepping on a moral high ground. I'm just saying like, look at it logically. If you're a nation and you want to stay the number one military power in the world, how are you going to do that? Well, you're going to be selfish. And you're not going to let other countries try think- to usurp you in any way. Because that, I think that logic leads to where we are now. I think that's why we're in this situation. I think if so, if we're Americans, like, do we do we want to stay the number one military power in the world? Maybe we should. I mean, the the quick answer is yes. The I actually I've thought this through. I found the solution. <laughs> Figured out the objectively correct answer as Americans. So we don't interfere. We just let whatever happens between Russia and Ukraine happen. And then if Russia does take over Ukraine, then we drop in, take over Ukraine for ourselves. <laughs> this is just part of America now. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Russia. We own this. Oh After goodness. they've done all the heavy lifting, we just pick yeah, it back yeah. off Once of it. Once they're all worn out, we just go third party. Yeah. Well, that's well, because at that point, they're just occupied. All the, the military forces are Russian, so we just kick those out, and we're like, you guys are still occupied, but it's by us now. <laughs> we're the good <laughs> guys. Like, we're oh, the good no. guys. Exactly. Like we're 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 and then that selfishly keeps us as the highest military power because we're amassing land and bases that way. So well, another well, okay. idea, so though, then, yeah, those... another idea is like, even though that is true, a lot of the things you guys are saying is true. I will say I feel like if China or Russia became the number one nation and start taking over countries, they would force their nationalistic policies and ideals to people forcefully, and America doesn't do that at the end of the day (laughs) in terms of like the people of america we're not forced to think a certain way we may convert in terms of certain like americanized like ways of life but you're not forced to think a certain way in terms we're on drugs i mean like (laughs) we spread that i mean yeah strongly influenced to feel a certain way like propaganda is definitely a thing (laughs) i think it goes i'm just comparing it to like a communist country that you know they have ultimate control they can tell their people to do whatever they want sure what i do think for sure is that if russia or china does become the number one power then they will start taking it's not if they start taking other stuff they totally will yeah russia's not even number one and they're already trying so believe if they were the highest power they would just be taking everything i think i think there's an 
extent. There's a reason there has never been in the history of humanity a number one ruler or government or whatever, you know, uh, of, of, of the entire planet Earth. I think there's a reason for that. It only goes so far. You can only do well, yeah, so much. Yeah, because it's hard. I mean, you know, they learned that in Rome. Like, your empire can only get so big before you can't exactly. manage it. But the internet's making the world smaller. Like, how long before that level of connectivity makes it possible to manage the entire it, world? Cyber y, attacks. Y2K will happen. Like, I, I think there's no matter, just because the landscape or the environment is changing, the game is still the exact same. You know, you can only spread out and go so far. Risk only exists on the board that it exists on. You can't expand further than the board, uh, the borders of that game. And the same is true with Earth. And if it was mars baby if it was yeah if it was china who's like you know the number one superpower in the next 20 years i I argue that they already are but let's 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 say that you know uh in this in this um just because we owe them a bunch of money we don't have to actually pay it yet so technically we're still number one they're probably we're number one because of like the the most important things were number one like the dollars like the number one currency we have the number one military and everyone needs to speak English. That is why we are number one. China will reverse that. Like, all right, make whatever the Chinese currency number one. We'll, uh, we'll get uh, China getting a military stronger than America is crazy, but it could happen if they get enough money and make everybody speak power. Chinese. I'm sure they have more Mandarin. soldiers technically, but yeah, yeah just their equipment is not. Yeah, their population is insane, but yeah. <laughs> I think there's just two sides of this coin, right? Where it's like, what what's the best case scenario that we could imagine this idealistic uh, future? It, it probably looks more like, all right, let's let's all come to a common ground. Let's all get level-headed. Let's all have our education at the exact same. Everybody is coming in at the same starting point, right? And let's now propagate outwards and start colonizing Mars, and you know, and so on. That's idealist, you know, best case scenario. Realistic answer is, yeah, we're still fucking apes that are still very territorial. We're still very aggressive and very jealous and so on and so forth. So more than likely, yes, we will continue down this road of killing each other. And whether it's China doing it, whether it's us doing it, it just matters which side of the team or the aisle you fall on. If you're the Americans, you're lucky. Right, that you're, that's why I is, want us to be doing it. Sure, yeah, exactly. you're, you're lucky. <laughs> your team is, but I mean, if you're China and you do the exact same thing that we did, you know, a hundred years ago, then guess what? That's that's the fucking way of the game. Like, there's winners and losers, and if we're the losers in the next hundred years, it's we're gonna feel like the rest of the world felt for the last, you know, hundred, three hundred, whatever years. You know, it is. Yeah. It is I mean, what it is. I can't be mad at it, but I will say I wouldn't. At the end of the day, I do think China would go to a further extent than America has ever gone. And ultimately, I do agree with you, the idea that China will ultimately fail because you can't be that big of an empire. But the problem, my only thing is people won't be living in peaceful ignorance that they are living currently. It would be war. Hmm. And then that would be a very desperate, unfortunate society for the developed nations. The the developing nations are already in that kind of situation. But for the developed nations, they'll be kind of brought into that yeah. type of circumstance and then all that peaceful ignorance and watching tiktok all day yeah that's a thing of a past i ain't we're gonna, we're gonna be uh well, doing something different well i mean the tiktok's chinese we'll still have it yeah. oh yeah true true you're right, you're right. Yeah. well on the idea of of empires being so big that they fail i think it also depends on the type of empire right i think the u.s or the western if we want to lump the western uh idealism into one empire category I think that's why it has 
been so successful and you know why so much of the world has adopted most of these sensibilities is because I feel like that's probably the only way it can work is if you have a more free society, a more just society, a more open society, rather than a communist clamp down society. I think the clamp down closed, you know, isolation mentality only goes so far. North Korea is a good example of that. And I think China is a good example of that. You can yeah. only expand so far with that mentality versus an open, more cooperative, more just society can certainly expand more readily and easily because people as humans, you know, as a species want to accept that over a communist rule or a lockdown Which society. is exactly why if Ukraine loses, America should move in. It just makes sense. <laughs> exactly. You got it. Right? Hit it on the head there. Dude. Exactly. The head. All right. So uh, we're going to move on to this next question and then move on to our final segment. Um, on a little bit of a lighter note, uh, your thoughts on pop culture? Yummy. Which one? <laughs> I love pop culture, but I also I, hate it. I st- my thing is, I thought I knew what pop culture is. I don't really know what pop culture is, to be honest. Like, what is what is pop culture? I know what nerd culture is. I don't. I don't know what pop culture is. I mean, like by definition, it's popular culture, right? So it's just oh, like whatever's trending, just... whatever's oh. really. Well, that's like moment, nerd stuff right now, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's, I think, why so many of us are like, oh, yeah, pop culture is great now because it, like, finally agrees with the stuff that we have been outcasted for. <laughs> you know, kind of like talking about anime before where it's like, oh, that's in pop culture now. Like, anime is a cool thing now mm-hmm. uh, where it used to be like, you know, I'd have people ask me about it or like I used to read Shonen Jump and people would be like, well, why are you reading your book backwards? <laughs> Like, get educated okay it's a manga it's it, this is how they read it like, how dare you uh, and so now that's like a cool you go to the school library and check out manga like yeah yeah that I, those are I, I i agree that that's where my where i uh, land with pop culture but i also have the same i also have the love hate or the bittersweet aspect of it where it's like once it starts to get mainstream it starts to get diluted with the Karens and the Starbucks coffee drinker. You guys are ruining it. And it's like, and then instantly, you know, there's that like tipping point where it's like, uh, I, I no longer identify as much with this. Like the, and especially, especially when it starts pandering, you know, like a lot of our nerds, you know, what we would call nerd culture back in the day, you know, like Star Wars or Star Trek or all that starts to get bastardized now i was a big comic book nerd growing up and then with the latest like marvel iteration of adaptations you know with uh, thor love and thunder it's like fuck you are bastardizing characters you're fucking up all of the consistency of the storylines that i loved growing up and it's like you're like you're totally ruining it so it's it's uh, frustrating because then you go to the comics and the storylines like where they are now progressing from that it's like they've just gotten insane you know yeah. it's like you can't really keep up with what's happening today and so then you try to remake the stuff that i do know and you fuck it up mm-hmm. like yeah so it's like i i i like when they i like that it's gotten popular anime and comic books and all of that but now it's almost pushing me to like all right now what else can i like that nobody else likes right now so that i can enjoy it authentically and not have all of this content creation reaction videos and like i said the karens and stuff diluting uh, it and watering it down to the point uh there's webtoons that's that's making its webtoons. wave uh it finally got an anime crunch roll got three actually god of high school tower mm. of god and uh no Bleece. it's a uh, 
webtoons it's like, like there's an app you, there's a lot of different types of webtoons there's like from all different cultures too it can be like korean japanese i'm sure some american ones are on there so yeah. <laughs> and eventually webtoons will become extremely popular but if you want to find something that people are not going crazy about on but social media you want media, to be the first one there yeah because like so solo leveling which is the next one that just got an anime announcement um although some people are pissed it's a korean manhwa or it's like a korean manga but Jap- Japan got pissed that they kind of interpreted Japanese people as, like, hateful. So they're kind of... I mean, that's uh, kind of what they are to the Korean culture. Yeah, now, and then the, the Japanese, they're <laughs> making the anime more like... They're making it their way. They're, what's what's the word when you're uh, kind of putting your own... They're like Japanese washing it somehow. Mm. Right, they're like nationalizing it in a way. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Well, Koreans are Asians, so that work. But Japanese watching. <laughs> but, it's a different uh, kind of Asian, okay? We ch- we changed the broth a little bit. Yeah, yeah true, broth. true. <laughs> but that, that that's very... Uh, I, I very much agree. I've always been into, like, the nerd stuff, too. Um, uh, I had, I've never had a problem really talking about it. You know, anime, like, superheroes, video games, Star Wars, Harry Potter... Um, but I, I've, although some stuff I do like, like I do like the excess amount of content, they are reaching a point where it's like, eh, like, eh, okay. Like I haven't watched a single episode of Miss Marvel and I've been hearing, hearing opinions about that. Uh, I don't know. I just, I've heard very negative. I didn't watch the final episode of the star Wars movie. Cause I heard opinions about that. I watch everything else besides um, the final I'm one. I'm sure all of those opinions were correct. Yep. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just pass. Yeah, I watched yeah, them. That, I... Really, most of the stuff that Star Wars has been doing recently is just not good. Like, mm-hmm. well, like you said, they're I, pandering. I'll push back. I'm a they're big really fan trying of Obi-Wan. To, like, fill... No. What? I'm a fan. No. I like Obi-Wan, the character... The series. Then you must be disrespected by what they did to him in the series, like we are. Yeah. He was a. He did his thing, though. You no, know? it was Leia. No. It was Leia's story. It was Obi Wan was a side character in his own goddamn series. It was fucking let's chase Leia, kidnap her, put her back, kidnap her again. It was Leia's story for whatever reason, and they just didn't have the balls to name it Leia because they know nobody would have fucking watched it. Because they know no one would show up. Yeah, they're like, we all wanted to be like, hey, let show me Obi-Wan in the desert and how he turned into an old man. And they were like, no. No, exactly. No. There's uh, a random hey, adventure he went back, on. Though. They, they may just come back with he a just season two. I won't be watching thing... season two after uh, what they did. Somehow, when you look at the timeline, how this all laid out, as a nerd, this is what I have a problem with, right. is that somehow he goes from that to being old as fuck in nine years. <laughs> like, the first ten years didn't do anything to him. The next nine, just the roughest in the <laughs> desert ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, but... <laughs> Maybe because of how strong he became and beating up Darth Vader, he just became old. Oh, you mean that thing that he had done a couple times before, before he <laughs> saw him in that climatic moment in the first movie or fourth movie, completely yeah, undoing PTSD. all of the suspense of that scene? Like, oh, this was supposed to be the first time they saw each other in decades, except for it wasn't, though. Except it wasn't. Like, <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Darren. And then him being right like, there. oh, well, then my friend is dead and just walking the fuck off. Well, kill him yeah, then. If yeah, he's dead, it, like what? 
You, yeah. <laughs> He that's can't. The though. problem with prequels. That's the problem. Oh, why not? He's already he's, dead. Like, no, 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 he can't. He's no, emotional. No. He's no. emotional. And it's not even like, oh, I knew Luke was gonna redeem him because multiple times, even as a Force ghost, he was like, "Don't try it. He's unredeemable." Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. See, that's not, not, hot not buying it. I understand the. Uh, see, I have levels to all out of this nerd stuff at this point, right? Uh there are things that are so objectively bad, I won't even give it a chance. Like Morbius, right? There are things that are enjoyable, but not high quality. And that's mm. where I put Obi-Wan at. Like, because I enjoy Obi-Wan. It's like, it was enjoyable. And then there are things that are so objectively amazing that no anybody who tries to talk bad about it or is just a hater. Mm. Right? So... That would would be a good example for for that one. Um, I just the Star Wars universe is so big, and there's so many like expanded universe stories that they could have used. That the reason that they just there literally was like one retcon an episode to the lore of Star Wars, and it just there was no reason to change that many things just so we can Obi Wan show. Like you didn't need to. Yeah. Just it, it would have been cool if there was an episode where he meets like you know boba fett out in the sands of tatooine or something like oh he crawled out of the sarlacc pit he's still with the tuscans yeah. and obi-wan runs across him and is like oh i'm gonna look the other way because i'm not a jedi anymore like that sure i'm down for that like show me that scene but there's a lot of there's a lot of instances they could have opportunities they they missed with all of it and instead they focused on leia because everybody was dying to see what Leia was doing when she was fucking 10 or whatever she was. And that actress was not good either. Like, they should have, like, I mean, I get that it's like you don't really have your pick of professional child actresses, but no. she just, she came across as so insincere a lot of the time. Precocious, man. I hate that precocious bullshit that they give to the child. Like, they're just so mature for their age just because, like, they're in a movie. It's like, that's. That honestly didn't annoy me as much as, like, just the lack of fear. Like, you're in just basically life-endangering situation one after the other, and she's like, oh, no, and runs the other way like she's a Scooby-Doo character or something. Like, <laughs> Right? Hey, man, a she's question. a Skywalker. It is what it is, you know? Get the fuck out of here. She's a Skywalker. <laughs> but overall, I feel, I feel what you're saying. I, um, I'm not mad on you hating on the series. And then with the just what we're talking about, Leia, I have another one. This is another pet peeve. Like, really, you wouldn't mention any of those adventures you went on on the little R2 hologram right? when you're sending the Death Star plans. <laughs> you would just be like, hey, General Kenobi, my dad knew you from the Clone Wars. Also, we went on a bunch of dope adventures together, right. but I'm not going to mention that right now. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, the oh, the creator just hoped you forgot about that. <laughs> hey, just don't, don't remember that. That and that's the problem. That's my problem with mm -hmm. pop culture. There's a mm -hmm. lot of hand waving. Mm -hmm. But they're, I they're will trying say to do this. Jedi mind tricks on us. I will say this work. to be to be fair though to like to be realistic. Although I do think a lot, there's a whole lot of pandering in pop culture, and I don't like all the pandering. I do think you only could do so much based on the timeline you're given. Like if if you're given an Obi Wan series. And then the timeline's all over the place where p some people are in the future, some people are in the past, and you have to put them right here, but you have to make sure you adhere to the past things, but also don't mess up the future things. 
it's a lot. So sometimes you just gotta, you know, what, fuck it. it That's is why what you it just is. go to the expanded universe yeah. and just be like, never mind. We're not talking about any of these people. Exactly. I'm just gonna it talk doesn't about make a much money though. on a random planet that you've never heard. You, you put Star Wars on anything, it makes money. Well, yeah. not as much as like getting putting something like on Obi Wan. Right. You get one cameo in the trailer. Like literally, you just show like this whole random planet, whatever's going on. Who cares? Kind of building hype, and then at the end dark cloaked figure double darth maul lightsaber coming mm. soon people will watch it yeah no That's i it. agree but like we you also have to recognize and that it doesn't there... even have to be about darth maul he's just there for that one scene like <laughs> right no i agree but you also have to recognize people have been expecting like an obi-wan thing for a very long time since it's been just why we're so disappointed yes <laughs> i'm cool with it but i'm not i haven't been <laughs> deep with the star wars lore like that so that's why i'm like don't there are certain things that i'm deep into i'm more deep into like certain anime stuff so if they did mm-hmm. similar stuff where the certain things just didn't make sense i'll be i'll be like you'd eh. be salty yeah i'll be a little <laughs> yeah. salty but it's like oh uh, like netflix does a lot of very bad adaptations death note we're gonna talk about oh, death note yet <laughs> yeah that's even that's i feel like when everyone's bad, though that's way oh, worse than obi that's like the first thing that comes to mind when you think of a bad netflix anime adaptation <laughs> i don't death know note, yeah that's the what first were thing they that even comes thinking? to my mind like even, what was the thought process in making that i don't even understand it's all about the monies all about the monies yeah, I watched the first episode. I was like, yo, this is just like I remember. And then they just jumped the shark from there. Like, Bro, never again will you have that feeling. <laughs> they they said they're coming out with the One Piece live action, and apparently they plan to put a lot of effort into it. So we'll see. Is that better or worse? I don't know. They said they they wanted to be like Stranger Things, is what they said. That's Fuck worse. Stranger Things. That's yeah, Stranger worse. Things sucks. Oh my God, is it so bad? That's I've one never pop watched culture. it. I have no opinions. I've watched like four episodes I just, now. I can't imagine how you would combine yeah. like One Piece and Stranger Things. Like, no, not like they don't want the story to be like Stranger Things. They well, want right, it to but be... like it just the vibe though. I just can't even imagine like they, oh, they want the different... they want the length and the budget and all that to be like. Stranger oh, okay, Things. got it. They're looking at like the size of the scope of the project. Yeah, yeah, like that. Okay, yeah. well, I'm not mad about that then. Yeah, well, it didn't do anything for Stranger Things. I, I don't know why it's gotten so much hype, budget or otherwise. It, it's shit, okay? It's shit. My wife loves it, and every time I even try to entertain it, I watch, like, the entire... I tried the whole first season, couldn't get into it. She got into it, kept going, watched that whole last dual season bullshit that they had, and I was like... It was like the climax of the thing. I was like, what is he talking about? Why is he just explaining his entire evil plan before he kills this girl? What the fuck is going on? This is the worst writing I've ever. And she's like, stop shitting on this. Go away. I'm trying to enjoy this. It's like, oh, because then they won't shit. know what his plan is if he doesn't. It was so uh, obviously. Bad. He must have not never watched Scooby Doo. Like, it's it so is so bad. Have shit in Stranger Things. It is so <laughs> bad. Oh my God, was it bad? Oh, it sounds, okay. it sounds like it's, you know, just like, horny basic sci-fi stuff but it's 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 for young adults like if you've ever read a young adult novel if you ever you know watched twilight like there are demographics that that appeals to i get that it's very much goosebumps level yeah and that's the problem like i just don't identify with that so that's cool like i'm not shitting on the people who like it for liking it i'm just saying this is why i'm shitting on it and why i don't like it (laughs) fair enough fair enough um all right. Zoom's about to kick us, though. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> we, I'm gonna end this, send you another link, and then we're gonna do the final segment. Sounds good. Sounds brother. good. All right. <laughs>
final segment after all the zoom technical difficulties we are finally here at the final segment uh i call it contra segment basically it's like a this or that and then you can explain your choice of course and i have a few here and i might throw in some more as well so the first one united states marine corps or u.s air force marines all the way air force interesting no, no. the air force I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell a quick story of why i'm not in the air force and it'll sum up why i will always pick anything but the air force they don't show up all right quick story is i went to the recruiter and they were like oh yeah come back at this day and time and we'll sign you up we'll do this and that went back all the doors are closed no one's there right next door Navy office was open. Everybody's there. Oh, we'll sign you up same day. I was like, why didn't the Air Force fucking do this the day I came They're in like, here? We they have were... planes too. Like, <laughs> so boom, went right next door, signed up, and was all done. So fuck, you can't get them out of out of bed before eight o'clock, and you can't hold them after two o'clock. So it's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't care how many planes you think you can fly that well. Like, no, no, get out of so here. So I will tell you the justification behind my choice is also Hermes' story. Because <laughs> I'm very lazy, and that guy didn't get fired. That's just his job. That's what he's supposed to do. So <laughs> that's why I picked that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm yeah. Air Force all the way. I was in the Marine Corps, and um, I can just push a broom all day. That's easy. <laughs> they they just they they on some bullshit. <laughs> the Marine Corps is on some bullshit. They're they're a bunch of like they are the definition of a bunch of jarheads. That's oh, for sure. Yeah. They're a bunch of jarheads. Whereas the Air Force, that's kind of more my personality. You say yeah. that? Say it again. I said you got to find your favorite flavor of crayon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, Where's the Air Force? I agree with, like, I see what you're saying over with the recruiter, but that's kind of the reason why. Just like what you said. Like, <laughs> bro, if I could just be chilling, no matter of bullshit I had to do the recourse, if I'm in the Air Force, I'll just be chilling. Like, I'll be relaxing. I'll get better benefits. My my barracks is better. Like, oh, my God. They just, they're spoiled, and I'm so, okay with that. I would be spoiled 100%. Okay, okay. I, now, I, now I have to re-ask or reevaluate. So were you asking between the two, which one would I rather be in? Yes. Because I agree with you. I'd rather be in the Air Force. <laughs> <up in> the- <laughs> For every reason you guys just listened, but if I'm yeah, an 100%. outsider, but if I'm an outsider, I gotta pick the team to bet on. I'm betting on the Marines because they will actually get the fucking job done versus the right. Air yeah, Force. no, if True. it's about who's gonna actually be there on time or get it get it finished. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's how I interpreted the question. <laughs> I retract see, my that's statement. The problem is that you you don't have the heart for it. See me, I would have showed up and been like, oh, he's not here. Guess I'll come back tomorrow because I'm that lazy too. So <laughs> then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, this guy's Air Force material." <laughs> yeah, oh, he's material. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Because I, when I was in the Marines, not gonna lie, we all was looking at the Air Force. Oh yeah, these guys, they're a bunch of pussies. Like, what is this? What are these guys? And then we look at them again. And like, bro, why are we in the Marine Corps? <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, we are, fucked are we up. Too hard. Like, <laughs> we fucked look, up. We're doing dumb. Sh- we're doing push-ups in the sandpit, and they're looking at us and laughing. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like a winner right now. <laughs> oh my goodness all right next one now this is about who do you think is like better navy seals or army rangers oh seals all the way seals Seals all the way yeah okay all right no disrespect to rangers but yeah the like 
They're both badass. The whole like seal tree. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking fight. Pick a fight with either of them. But yeah, just the amount of shit that the seals go through from beginning to end is wild. Agreed. And what they do after when you get through that, when you become a seal, the you know the shit that you do day in and day out. No, <laughs> fucking seals. Respect. Yeah, no, that's why I meant like beginning and end of like service. Like, oh, from, I got you. From being a seal to retiring as a seal. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but your retirement is a coffin. Okay, I hope you know. <laughs> you I mean, not for seals. not for everyone. Like, there there are some that have made uh, it out, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not. You're understanding that you're completely signing away that right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you you got to be a special individual to become one of those uh, special forces. For sure. 100%. 100%. Um, okay. Picasso or Bob Ross? Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross. I agree. No fucking competition. But I would go even further and just shit on Picasso. I don't think he was fucking that yeah. talented at all. Mm, I have okay. two reasons why I would pick Bob Ross and their ears. He has both of them. <laughs> You're thinking of Van Gogh, bro. <laughs> okay, oh, what, about this one? what about this one then? Bob Ross or Da Vinci? Ooh, okay, see, that's I would a better have to go Da Vinci on that one. That's he, a he's like one. he invented a lot of useful shit. I agree, that's a better one, but I'm still gonna stick with Bob Ross, and mostly because he fucking like almost raised me. I PBS Bob Ross <laughs> and Carl Sagan, like that PBS was like the only channel I had on when I was like, you know, what two to two to six before I went to school. That's who raised me. So Bob Ross all day. Respect, respect. <laughs> Uh, DC or Marvel? Mm, image. Wait, are we talking comics or movies? Everything. Yeah, can I can oh, I do a third so... part? I'm gonna write in my ballot vote here, and I'm gonna say image. Neither DC nor Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I like Marvel better, but like I would be way more likely to pick up a DC comic. So if I'm watching something, it's Marvel. But if I'm reading something, it's DC. Well, DC, I would say DC is better animated. Content. Their animated stuff is lit. Yeah, Justice League was fucking amazing. Uh, well, that like their newer stuff too. Like they did an animated killing joke that's super good. Uh, they have the longest Halloween is actually a two parter, mm. and like where the movies are really fucking up at adapting the comics, the animated stuff is just. Oh yeah, they, they set up an entire universe, and I've watched all of it, like from Batman to like uh, Damian Wayne when he got introduced. All the way to like Justice League and how that ended up is like whole thing. That's impressive. Mm. Impressive. Yeah. I'd take okay. it. I'd take DC. Anime or cartoons? Mm. That's so hard for me because like immediately I think of like Toonami, which is like on Cartoon right. Network, but it like played a ton of anime content probably for me it would be cartoons just based off what i watch more often fuck i mean i just i just rewatched the <laughs> dbz um super movie with the, the latest brawly installation oh yeah broly oh. oh man so damn is that hard but like i'm trying to think the last cartoon I, ah fuck i'm gonna have to go with anime not because i can even support it more than that i just it's just the first thing that's that's on the mind. Yeah, what's tugging at my heartstrings right now? It has some amazing fight scenes. That is a Man, fact. I love that whole saga. Like I, I, I remember I was there every day for the Majin Buu saga, and I was there 
for all of the Broly um, movies. I had it VHS, then I had a DVD, and now I had the latest one on on uh, Apple TV. Man, I love Broly. He was. And then, did you guys ever play Budokai 2 on PlayStation 2? He was the mm. only one that fucked me up every time. You don't know how long it took me to beat Broly. <laughs> every time he had that fucking transformation and he hit us with that big ass, no, that, that, that ball attack where just all the light goes away. I was so, I had a friend over and he's like, why are you getting so mad? I was like, because I've been playing this for like two months straight and I still can't fucking beat this guy. And then they see the transformation like, oh, damn. Okay, I see, I see. But uh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z games are great. Speaking of anime games, Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon? Mm, Pokemon. No, you can't Pokemon. do that. Pokemon, Pokemon. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh was fun. It was cool. It was cute. Pokemon's the OG. Pokemon. So Pokemon is what I still play today. Yep. But I, I've got some good memories with Yu-Gi-Oh. And God damn it, if somebody can make a Yu-Gi-Oh in VR where I can just be like having my dual disc and have the whole holograms and everything, that would suck me back in in an instant. <laughs> That's fair. I stand by the Yu-Gi-Oh card game being the best anime game. Period. Because it actually like, has rules that make sense, or yeah, strategy. <laughs> Pokemon rules, makes sense. Like... Okay, like if you read the rules now, it's I, I don't know why they confuse this so much as a kid. They're very straightforward. <laughs> like I don't know, but I mean, I'm not saying that I still don't pick Pokemon, but yeah, that card game made no goddamn sense. <laughs> None. Uh, all right, um, <clears throat> Kanye West or Drake? Why? Drake. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> Fuck. Is there a third option? Can I abstain my vote? Fuck. No. Fuck both of them, first of all. Second of all, graduation was a perfect um like if there is a perfect album out there, it's probably graduation. So I'm gonna Oh my god, and how many years ago was that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But that's why I want a third option. I don't want to pick either of them. But if I have to pick, it's gonna have to be only for that reason. Okay. Fair enough. I would say that Kanye is a way better businessman. Oh yeah, Kanye's an excellent businessman. Yeah. I still uh, think Degrassi. I'm I'm not gonna lie. That's what the D in Drake stands for. Is Degrassi. That's all I see. All right. It Where's may, your chair? It may very well be. Not gonna lie. All right. <laughs> Last thing. Podcasts. Or what would you rather listen to or watch? Podcasts or YouTube videos or TikTok shorts? Let's add a, let's add a third one. Podcast all the way. <laughs> I don't even have to think. Yeah, about it's that YouTube one. for me, man, and that's it's because I watch a lot of like YouTuber or podcasters on YouTube as well. So I kind of I get to like cheat with that a little bit. But I'm watching YouTube like constantly, and not I don't I don't fuck with TikTok. We don't do that. But I like the YouTube Shorts, which is basically just TikTok but with a different name. Like that shit, I get the appeal because I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Let me watch a couple shorts. And then I'm like, two hours have gone by of me watching 30 second videos. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, a shorts are, I, I've, I've come around on TikTok. I usually use TikTok when I'm like, I'm in a lull period of 10 minutes. Like, I can watch one YouTube video or do like 20 TikToks. So I was like, okay, let's just watch 20 TikToks. That's like now that every, cause like Instagram has reels, YouTube has shorts, TikTok mm. is TikTok. Like they are all just different versions of the same thing. And so a lot of people are like cross posting content and stuff. And so I've gotten to the point where I feel like if it's a funny enough TikTok, I'm going to see it on YouTube. It'll make mm-hmm. its way to shorts eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we got for today's episode, despite all the technical difficulties uh, with, with Zoom that I'll never use again. Um, that was a blast. <laughs> overall, it was a very good conversation. We touch upon a lot of very, very interesting topics and discussions and have a lot of our own opinions, but came to a lot of understandings as well. Uh, any final remarks, any plugs or anything else you want to say? uh final remarks for me is just thanks for having us on man this like i said it was a blast technical issues or not i i was laughing the entire time i was enjoying myself i'm on my third whiskey about to finish here but uh yeah just thanks for having us on i anytime we're doing plugs i just hand it over to theron because i'm not the band for plugs <laughs> uh and I, I like i couldn't agree more with hermes had a great time like definitely lots of laughs and great conversation um i couldn't be happier with how this turned out uh, and, and, you know, for plugs, anyone looking for us, we are the Scuttlebutt Podcast. Uh, if you're looking for us on any of the social media platforms, it's just at Scuttlebutt Pod, real easy to find, all one word. Uh, we've got a Discord server now. We've got a Patreon. If you want to come, you can throw us five bucks a month, get access to all of our live streams. You can even join a live stream. We had one of our patron members join our last after party show. So yeah, tons of benefits, tons of way to reach us. And, uh, do feel free to reach out because we love talking to people even if they're angry karens <laughs> oh man fortunately i haven't had to deal with that as of yet but you never well you're not trying hard enough to get canceled then <laughs> oh you had us on now just you wait just you wait we're gonna send uh, all the karens your way right the next message we get we'll just be like it's all rtl faith's fault <laughs> yeah and then they're gonna come message on good. they're gonna come on they see what i look like I'm like oh shit i can't say anything it's like, oh i can't <laughs> say nothing <laughs> i can't say anything uh <laughs> All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed. Of course, y'all obviously rated five stars. Go check out their podcast. Y'all have a good one. Take care and peace.